BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Hello, everybody. My name is Ray. Welcome to the Evangelical Dark Web. Today, we're going to be diving into John MacArthur's comments about Andy Stanley and Tim Keller. Now, John MacArthur is not new to criticizing other megachurch pastors. John MacArthur is one of the most influential pastors in America, if not even the entire world as well. So... With that said, what he says carries some weight, and the fact that John MacArthur is also willing to go after megachurch pastors, despite the fact that Big Eva kind of has a guild where you don't go after other members of Big Eva, John MacArthur, you know, has flagrantly gone against that grain, especially in recent years, and this Shepcon was no exception. He has gone after Tim Keller in the past for exactly what he's going after Tim Keller for in this pa- in this video we're about to show you. And he's also going after J- Andy Stanley in the past for a litany of other things because there's a lot to go after Andy Stanley for. He's a very bad teacher. So with that said, we're just covering the news and I'm playing a little bit of catch up. I do want to give a shout out to Berean Babes who's been covering Shepcon and doing a good job at that. And Protestia, whose video clip we're going to be using for this video as well. So we're going to credit the other discernment bloggers out there that uh, have covered the story before I was able to get to it. Because I've been busy covering a bunch of other stories. uh, And it's been a heavy news week. So we're going to dive into that. But first, I want to let you know that EvangelicalDarkWeb.org is where you can go to support our efforts here, Evangelical Dark Web, is a Christian news gathering and commentary ministry. We have a Patreon-like system that you can go to support us. We also have a free newsletter that gives you more content than we provide on YouTube or audio podcast. So you definitely want to check out the newsletter that's linked in the description below. And that'll help you bypass big tech censorship. So we're going to be covering this video real quick and here we go so if you're looking for a a definition of ministry feed my sheep peter got the message he didn't always get the message he got that message and then in his epistle he wrote feed shepherd the flock of god and what i see missing in the church today generally speaking is that commitment to feed the flock of god there's, a, there's a, an inordinate affection, strange to say, for the culture. There's a driving 
um, desire that's twisted. Right here. And what he's doing is he's setting up who he's going to go after in this clip. This is a Q&A at ShepCon. That's the context for this. And what he's talking about is the fact that the modern church has failed to catechize its members. It's not catechizing people. It's not. It's preaching the gospel, maybe. But then it's not actually teaching disciples. It's not making disciples. It's not teaching new believers what it means to be a Christian. It's not actually getting people catechized with the Christian faith. That is a major issue in the church right now. And I think this is what John MacArthur is pointing out. Uh, he's... There are a lot of people willing to have a church that's a mile wide and an inch deep, which is the, you know, it's funny. If you look at Andy Stanley, he did deep and wide. That was his thing because he wanted to be deep, you know, not just an inch deep, but also uh, and, a, and a mile wide. He wanted to be a mile deep and a mile wide or something like that. So that's what Andy Stanley wanted to do, but obviously did not. And Andy Stanley has horrendous theology and has gone off the liberal deep end, as well as, you know, general megachurch shenanigans deep end. So, Andy Stanley, obviously not a good teacher. Tim Keller, he's been a liberal the entire time. And, you know, he's in New York. That's a significant thing you got to think about. He has compromised his church with the city of New York. New York City has syncretized with Redeemer uh, Presbyterian Church in New York City. To reach the culture... Uh, you can go back to Tim Keller's mandates for urban renewal or Andy Stanley welcoming all the homosexuals because he, he wants to, to reach them. But pastoral ministry is, is not about changing the culture. In the, and if you define it theologically, your, your church will never have anyone who's a genuine member, who's not part of the remnant. But I think ministry has been woefully lacking to the souls of the people of God. And so they have struggled and they have been wounded. Um, they have been without biblical teaching, without solid doctrine, without nourishing truth. While everybody is worried about what the world thinks and making sure we identify with the world and its style and its music and all of that when feeding the flock of God is how we discharge our ministry and how the Lord builds his church. So, so if you're looking. So uh, let's uh, break down what he's talking about there. So he's definitely talking about the idea that the church is not catechizing people. And I've definitely been in that situation where I've done a lot more research on Christianity, what it teaches, doctrine, outside of the church than I was ever going to get inside the church. I've been in that situation before, and I hope you're not in that situation. I've not stayed in that situation, just to give a quick update on that. But John MacArthur is talking about a very real phenomenon. I also want to like point out the fact that he calls Andy Stanley out for the homosexuality. Andy Stanley has been pro-homosexuality for at least 10 years. Uh, you can go back to 2012, and Andy Stanley was pro-homosexuality in 2012, and it became more obvious and obvious over time. And his views haven't really changed. 
That's just something to point out. So I'm not sure whether John MacArthur is referring to 2012 when it was very obvious that Andy Stanley uh, was pro-homosexuality and, you know, they should have known, Big Eva should have known his views on homosexuality in 2012. Or whether he's referring to the fact that the sermon bloggers like myself, like Protestia, like Dissenter, have really drummed up a lot of the dirty laundry in within uh, North Point Community Church. And how we've aired that, and how we've broken that story, how we've uh, basically done what Big Eva media and Christian media should have done. Legacy Christian media should have taken Andy Stanley out a long time ago. And even now, they're still not taking Andy Stanley out, but uh, because you got Christian Post and church leaders basically uh, coming to his mitigation. They're trying to mitigate the damages here. So... What John MacArthur said is downstream from a lot of what discernment bloggers have been saying, and you love to see that. That's a W. Uh, I was talking a lot over this weekend about how I view a lot of things through a win-loss binary, and to some degree, Scripture definitely has a win-loss binary because God wins. So I see this as a W. This is a W for the church to get some you know, artillery support. I used the uh, analogy of air support when it came to Tucker Carlson uh, going over the airways to call out Tim Keller, Russell Moore, Beth Moore, and uh, David French, who recently believes that child abuse is now the, you know, the blessings of liberty. So that's a blessing of liberty update for you with David French. And that was air support. You know, this is definitely air or at least artillery support. Uh, John MacArthur, huge name, calling out Tim Keller for his bad missiology. And you got to think for decades, and you can see this in the Southern Baptist Convention with the Send Cities, uh, we have been promoting urban missiology at the expense of rural places, uh, at, you know, because resources are finite. And we've been doing this at the expense of uh, syncretism. We've been trying to you know, plant woke churches to appeal to urban audiences. And that's just not going to advance the kingdom. And Tim Keller has his fingerprints all over that. And it's because Tim Keller has been woke for his entire, or not just woke, but he's been theologically liberal the entire time. So that's who Tim Keller is. That's who Andy Stanley is. John MacArthur isn't exactly breaking new ground with what he said, but you're still glad that he is the biggest name recognizing this, other than arguably uh, Tucker Carlson, who went in a different tactical direction. Uh, He's attacking the church over its bad, or he's not attacking the church. He's attacking Tim Keller and Andy Stanley, who are not of the church, for their bad missiology and how they've compromised to fill seats, and then they don't catechize to, you know, give Christians solid food. And that's a major issue in the church. Christians need to be getting solid food from their church. You know, they they can't stay on the milk forever. They're going to need the meat. So, I think that's what John MacArthur is getting at. And I completely agree. Glad to hear him say that. Glad glad that he was in good health to have participated in ShepCon at all. 
uh, it's good to see that. Uh, anyway, uh, and just to give an update, Tim Keller's cancer is apparently back. So uh, keep that in mind as well. As you got Tim Keller, John Piper, and John MacArthur are kind of the three biggest names in evangelicalism at the moment. They're all obviously up there in age. They're definitely nearing their final years. And I, I'm not saying that to be morbid. And at least I would say John MacArthur has had a positive influence on the church. I cannot say that about the other two. Uh, definitely not Tim Keller. And I'm not sure if Christian hedonism is a positive contribution to Christianity either, as well as Tim Keller being woke. So, or sorry, John Piper being woke. So anyway, uh, you know, with who, who comes next is a question that's on my mind. Vody Bauckham, James White, I guess would be, uh, elevated to, to that pedestal, I suppose. But in any case, those are just future thoughts. Uh, my name's Ray. This is the Evangelical Dark Web. Let me know what you think about what I think, and I will catch you on the next one. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.